1: to talk radio's crown jewel worldwide and beyond
2: W-A-B-C, New York.
3: and WLIRFM Hampton Bays from around the world to around the block this is a WABC afternoon news
4: brief it's 52 degrees and sunny at 1 o'clock. Good afternoon. I'm Jacqueline Carl. President Biden announced Friday what the U.S. will do to Russia along with the European Union and the group of seven countries.
5: A most favored nation status designation means two countries have agreed to trade with each other under the best possible terms low tariffs, few barriers of trade, and the highest possible imports allowed. In the United States, we call this permanent normal trade relations, PNTR, but it's the same thing.
4: Biden said he's taking this away from Russia and went on to say what else will be done.
5: We're also taking a further step, banning imports of goods from several signature sectors of the Russian economy, including seafoods, vodka and diamonds. And we're going to continue to squeeze Putin. The G7 will seek to deny Russia the ability to borrow from leading multinational institutions
4: Now, revoking most favored nation trading status now allows the U.S. and its allies to impose higher tariffs on some Russian imports to the United States. Biden said it would be, quote, another crushing blow that would squeeze Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's day 16 of the war on Ukraine. Russian forces are on the outskirts of Ukraine's capital city of Kiev. The capital remains under Ukrainian control for now. Russia's widening its military offensive in Ukraine. Russian troops are striking airports in the west and for the first time hitting an industrial city in the east. As Ukrainian refugees flee their own country, they find their belongings harder and harder to carry. Along the way, they've abandoned their clothes, cars, luggage, and other personal items. The one thing the Ukrainians are reported not to have abandoned along the way? Their pets. They can be seen carrying dogs, large and small, cats, birds, rabbits, and hamsters. Over 2 million Ukrainians have had to flee their country in the largest refugee crisis since World War II. Russian President Vladimir Putin's talked of, quote, positive developments with regard to negotiations, yet his military appears to be regrouping to regain momentum in its invasion. New satellite photos appear to show a massive convoy outside the Ukraine capital. It's fanned out to towns and forests near Kiev with artillery raised for firing and another potentially threatening action. The Kremlin admits Russia's economy is in a state of shock because of heavy sanctions imposed by the U.S. and its allies over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Here's Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov.
6: I assure you... We will cope, we will absolutely cope, and we'll do everything not to depend on the West in any way ever in the areas of our life which are
4: essential for our people. Russian President Vladimir Putin has said economic sanctions on Russia are, quote, akin to a declaration of war. An off-duty NYPD officer was punched and his service revolver stolen during a fight inside the Hudson Market around 4.30 this morning. The officer got into a dispute with another group inside the deli on 9th Avenue. A suspect stole the officer's weapon and took off. The off-duty officer was taken to a hospital to be checked out. Police say four males fled the scene in a Dodge Charger northbound on 9th Avenue. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has a new plan to give the economy in New York's five boroughs a shot in the arm. It's called Rebuild, Renew, Reinvent. in the Bronx, Adams touted the 63-page plan.
7: It's time we get our city back in order to a pre-demic, pre-pandemic employment place, especially in the hard-hit areas like tourism, hospitality, and our creative, creative economy. And this is what this blueprint and plan
8: is going to do.
4: The 70-point plan includes a massive tourism campaign, help for businesses dealing with city regulations, and the dramatic expansion of the city's life science industries to create jobs. No changes for now to New York City's high school admissions process. New York City School Chancellor David Banks told New York One.
9: I do know that I was up against a very tight timeline right now where people needed a, a decision. And that's the reason why I've made the decision I have.
4: Bank says he plans on making changes in the future because the current process is too complicated. Under the current system, 8th grade students must apply to high school and rank 12 choices. Car thefts are up 94% in Manhattan so far this year. ABC Channel 7 reports there have been almost 2,500 vehicular thefts since January 1st alone. Your forecast in the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. It'll be sunny today, high 51. Tonight, drizzle changes to rain after 4 a.m., low 46. And Saturday, we'll see a mix of rain, snow, and sleet, highs in the mid-40s. It's 52 degrees and sunny at 105. From the 77 WABC Midtown Manhattan Studios, I'm Jacqueline Carl. Traffic and transit is next. The news never stops at WABC Radio.com. Up next, The Greg Kelly Show.
3: WABC Traffic and Transit.
4: Okay, we're starting in uh, right around the Lower East River Crossings, northbound. You carry Battery Tunnel approaching Trinity. We've got on the West Side Highway an accident with stop-and-go traffic from inside of the tunnel. And then we just cleared an accident at westbound BQE at the Brooklyn Bridge. You've got stop-and-go traffic from Wife Avenue exit 31. Staten Island Expressway westbound between Bradley Avenue exit 11 and Victory Boulevard. We've got construction knocking out the right lane and -and stop-and-go traffic from Slauson Avenue exit 12. Taking a look in new jersey we do have some construction westbound belt between flatbush avenue and Knapp street exit nine and in brooklyn i meant to go to new jersey and then some construction 287 northbound between exit one route one and exit two route 27 construction takes out the right lane alternate sides in effect i'm jacqueline Carr with your traffic update on 77 wabc
3: greg kelly the latest breaking news and opinions entertaining and informative
10: The Central Intelligence Agency, the Department of Defense, the Department of Homeland Security. They sound so impressive, don't they? Right? These agencies charged with protecting our citizens. And they're supposed to study the threat situation, right? Around the world, we have sentinels. We have people. We have human intelligence. We have satellites. We have supercomputers that can read untold volumes of material in a millisecond. And you know what they do, all those big agencies? Well, they report to one umbrella group, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. It's a big deal. I mean, listen to that. The Director of National Intelligence, right? Ooh, wow, that's serious stuff. And once a year, they put out the annual threat assessment of the U.S. intelligence community. And uh, you can actually get it. You can download it. And I have it here in front of me. And it'll scare the bejesus out of you. Well, if you find climate change scary, if you find that joke, stupid uh, belief in white supremacy scary, you will find this very, very scary. This document doesn't say a word. About Ukraine and what was happening when this thing was published. Actually, when this thing was being written, Putin was massing troops. Putin was massing troops in Russia to go into Ukraine. You think our intelligence community might have been able to uh, figure that out? They can't because they're, well, they're bureaucrats because they're government, because they are paid to not be efficient. They are paid to not be creative. They are paid to not be innovative. Just keep shuffling paper. Just keep forwarding emails, having meetings, and do it again tomorrow. Everybody, don't rock the boat. Just keep that big, fat, stupid machine moving. It's it's absolutely, it's not, I guess we, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised. The same intelligence community that did not predict 9-11, or even when some guy said, hey, I think we should watch out for bin Laden, they buried it. They papered over it. And they said, well, no, that's going to disrupt things. Don't make a big deal out of that. The same intelligence community has said there are weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. It's a slam dunk. It's a total slam dunk. Now, Can we be real about climate change? It's not a big deal. And the science is not conclusive, all right? It's not. And it's okay to say that. This is still America, ma'am. You're allowed to say, you're allowed to say things. I cannot, (laughs) what are we becoming? Now, the president the other day had a beautiful conversation with a couple of YouTube guys named, uh, what are they, the Nelk Boys? And these are guys who are, look, I never heard of them before, but they've got millions and millions of followers. Have you ever noticed that, by the way, lately? There are all these celebrities you'd never heard of. They're they're just everywhere. And like in the page six in the New York Post every day, it's some guy. uh, What was the last person? I was like, you know, Jake Nelson uh, was thrown out by his girlfriend, Tamara Wilson. I'm like, who are these people? Never heard of anybody anymore. So, oh, yeah, the Nelk boys. And I think we have, they just had a great conversation and it's been banned from the Internet. It's been canceled. It's been removed. Why? What do they think we are, children? What, what did they talk about that was so sensitive? Let me see here. We have our Nelk Boys conversation. Now, could you handle this? I certainly could handle it. I
11: liked it. Go ahead. He was never, ever going to, certainly under the Trump administration, and I say zero chance. I don't say like I don't think zero chance he would have done it. And I right. spoke to him about it. Zero chance he would have done it. Right. But you have he, a good, saw, yeah, he, he saw the weakness. He saw Afghanistan that the way the incompetence of the withdrawal, the way they did it. When they saw the incompetence, the gross incompetence of that right. I believe that uh, Putin was became A different man when he saw that. He viewed the United States differently. He he no longer respected
10: the United States. Well, this would make Joe Biden maybe uncomfortable, but you can't censor this kind of speech. And by the way, he was being, wow, he was good. One thing about Trump, he connects with just about everybody. I mean, and I don't think, somehow I think he said, call me Don, because all these guys are not calling him Mr. President. And he's rolling with it. Listen to this. Cut 41.
3: But the question is Don, Are you coming? I mean Donnie um
1: I
11: wonder um, interesting. <laughs> it is sort of interesting. You well, don't chicken out, Don. If you put up this whole thing watch. We don't chicken out, Don. If, <laughs> if you no, Don, we don't <laughs> chicken out. I'll tell you right if now. You we don't, don't check out. out? Don, we don't chicken Ready? out.
1: That's Ready? We're calculated, Don. I, I think I think I think oh, but but they the would, beginning.
2: but they won't do it. Don. Don, don. You like no, you like to They wouldn't They wouldn't do it.
10: <is> all right, <laughs> stop arguing. That's it wouldn't have killed you guys to call him Mr. President. What was that all about? Uh But he was right. He was right. They they I I, I thought he was exaggerating. Here's Donald Trump saying this podcast will probably not see the light of day. Now, it did for 24 hours. And then big tech got their marching orders from Joe, but whatever, and pulled it just like Donald Trump said they might cut
11: 43. If you put up this whole interview, let's see what happens when Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all of them. Yeah. Take it down and let's see what happens when they threaten you and all that. Because we don't have a free press in our country. Mm -hmm. We have a press not so different. This is the beginning of communism. We have a press not so different than countries we don't want to talk about.
10: Well, he's he's right. He's totally right. And uh, where where does that leave me? Where does that leave us? We're in trouble Um, if that can happen. And it did. You can't hide behind, well, big tech, you know, YouTube is a private company. They can take whatever they want. Now, what did they t- – why is the – what is the rationale? Because he talked about the rigged election. So if you say anything about the election, their rationale is, well, there could be another riot. Um, really? I mean, um, we're big boys and girls, right? You know, I could say the next time you exaggerate uh, – police violence, I know that brings on riots. In fact, that brings on hundreds of riots. When you guys exploit, exaggerate, hype unfortunate events, or even just make them up, we've seen that. What's one of the unfortunate events they hyped out of all proportion and created an international firestorm, literally? George Floyd. And the way they reported that so selectively... They reported it in the the most inflammatory way possible. Maybe we should ban everybody, ABC, NBC, CBS, anybody who joined in the hype over that, who left out some key factors, like George Floyd was begging for relief when they put him in the police car. He begged, and they were trying to help him when they put him on the ground initially. That, oh, by the way, this wasn't a a white mob of uh, cops, one was black. One was Asian. Let's not talk about that because that's going to undermine the narrative, undermine the inflammatory story they wanted to tell. What about the autopsy, the first autopsy that came back and said this was not a case of asphyxiation? Asphyxiation, the first, the first autopsy result said he wasn't suffocated to death. We've got to get rid of all that stuff just so we can tell the story we want to tell. This is dangerous. Uh, When I saw this last night, I guess I was more outraged than a lot of other people. A lot of other people, I guess, saw this coming. I'm like, you can't do this. They did it. They did it. (sighs) What is our reaction? How do we we fight back against some multi-trillion-dollar behemoth like Google? I think YouTube is part of Google, right? The same company. What can I do? Delete my Gmail account? Hey, maybe that's a good idea, quite frankly. Uh, What else can I do? It seems so incredibly daunting. How do you fight big tech? How? Well, number one, we got to get smarter people in Washington, D.C., because the people there, President Trump is right, generally speaking, some exceptions are not smart. You watch Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, they run circles around these guys. They have absolutely no – they cannot keep keep up with those dudes, the big tech dudes, intellectually. They are outmatched. They are outclassed. And it's not going to end well for us, the American people. Hmm. You have any ideas? Let me know. I mean, how do we? You know, I'm all about sending letters to members of Congress. It doesn't seem like that's going to cut it anymore. It's like this matrix now exists, like the movie, like this – this reality, and they're in charge of it. Big tech is in charge of it, and they're liberal allies. By the way, I found the figure 88% of Google employees are Democrats, liberals, lean left, and most of them probably have Trump derangement syndrome. Mm, how can I, as one person, and oh, by the way, you know, I, 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 there are only so many platforms to get your voice out there. Yes, you can stand on the street like a crazy person and yell stuff. Is that freedom of speech? It's like, again, we got to take big tech away from big tech. Now, I know that probably doesn't sound uh, capitalistic. I don't care, quite frankly. They've gotten too big. And when things get too big in America, the people have taken it from them before. I'm trying to think. I don't know the ins and outs of the ITT breakup and the ATT breakup AT&T but those companies were broken up Microsoft more recently in 2022 was I'm sorry 2000 was getting too big so they broke it up and the the federal government made them do that I mean who the hell made Mark Zuckerberg our emperor I don't I don't like this I don't think you do either this is soft totalitarianism And what other than giving into these guys, what is the government doing this threat assessment, which I'm looking at right now, how they could miss it, how they could miss Ukraine, how they could talk about climate change, which they're probably wrong about anywhere and xenophobia. You know, Vladimir Putin the other day damn near threatened to shoot down civilian aircraft, not only in Europe, but around the world. We have a full-blown terrorist in charge of a superpower with nuclear weapons. And the intelligence community is still fixated on climate change? Hmm. Who the hell is Maria from New Jersey? What's this all about? Hi, Maria.
6: Hey, Greg. Thanks for taking my call. I just have a question for you. Have you ever tried to have a civil conversation with a left-wing lunatic? (laughs) <laughs> it's useless.
10: Oh, it's see, useless. that's why I said, uh, "Who the hell are you?" Because I thought you—they handed me a note. I thought you were the left-wing lunatic.
6: Oh, no, uh, I adore Don. I adore. Him. I'm counting the seconds until he announces for 2024, and I know you are also. Anyway, I don't know. Yesterday during my lunch hour, um, the staff—I'm in—I'm in a branch of medicine, and we were talking about the exorbitant price of gas, and one left-wing lunatic. Uh, one member of our staff said to me she had absolutely no problem in us paying five six seven eight dollars a gallon worth of gas as long as and i quote her the mean orange man with the mean tweets was not in the white house do you believe this i know you do
10: yeah sure you know that's um i was thinking about this last night Uh, I, i was around a few people who were Actually, they were OK. Some other people I saw earlier in the evening were horrified by Trump. And I realized, actually, it's not Trump. It's the reaction to Trump that's the real threat. The reaction to Trump. Their, their overreaction. Their misreaction. They will do anything to stop him. They will break laws to stop him. They will violate our precious norms to stop him. Um, but generally speaking, yeah. Look, I, I have left-wing friends. But uh, when it comes to politics, we dis- I have lost some friends, too. I have. I was interviewing a guy not too long ago, and uh, in the middle of the interview, he finds out who I am. Like, he didn't, he didn't brief himself ahead of time or get briefed, and he's, like, going through the Internet, and he's like, Oh, wait, hold on a second. Stop. Stop everything. Stop. Stop recording. Are you this guy? Yes. I violently disagree with everything you stand for. Goodbye. And then he writes me, I, I demand that you do not use—he uh, said, you cannot use my interview— I wrote him back and I said, actually, it's not up to you. It's mine now. <laughs> I, I, I owned it. I could do whatever the hell I want. Maybe if you asked nicely. Anyway. Hey, Maria, how are other things at the What do you work? Hospital? Is that what you said?
6: No, I'm pediatric dentistry. And I Little I, kid I, teeth. I, I live and I work in a very left-wing community.
10: Hey, wait a second. Uh, the pediatric dentist. I think, don't dentists operate on kids of all uh, ages? Kids? Adults? I remember, no, right? No, no,
6: no. We start with little ones. We usually say, like, three years old for your first... They exam. don't even have
10: teeth at three.
6: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Hey, your two little girls could come to our office.
10: Where is it? It's in Jersey. Right. It's in, too far away.
6: No, in some in New Jersey. Yeah,
10: I get lost over there. Anyway, I'll have to find one closer to home. But well, thank you, Maria.
6: Have a great weekend. You
10: too, now. You too. Thanks. Uh, hey, what's Frank Sinatra doing on TV again? Happy birthday? What is it? What are we... Celebrating Sinatra, boy, oh, boy. Oh, my friend Mark Simone is going to be on Newsmax tonight. Nobody knows Sinatra like him. I'm a little bit behind. I'll be right back.
3: Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. You're listening to one of the most iconic stations in the nation, an American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and WABCradio.com.
10: There's this great guy. His name is Arthur Lee, and he created LifeVac. It is the original, safest, easy-to-use, made-in-the-U.S.A. airway clearance device, and it has saved hundreds of lives from choking. This amazing product is available worldwide in homes, schools. First responders use it, medical professionals. LifeVac is celebrating now their 10-year anniversary as the number one airway clearance device in the world. You have a child choking or someone else, you want to have it nearby. It works every time. So many Good Samaritans have saved lives with it. And in honor of their 10th anniversary, they are extending a 10% discount to any purchase made at LifeVac.net. Using the code WABC, you can save 10%. You'll save a life with this thing, okay? LifeVac.net
9: code WABC. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre park-like campus along the Hudson River, just 20 minutes away from Grand Central in historic Riverdale. This pet-friendly community for adults ages 62 and up features luxurious and contemporary one- and two-bedroom apartments. River's Edge offers cultural programming and partnerships with museums, galleries, and universities, combining a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional monthly cost, no matter how your needs change over time. River's Edge provides peace of mind, freedom from financial burdens, and a lifestyle filled with endless possibilities. River's Edge, your plan for life. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. That's Edge.org.
1: Which car brand do you think has been ranked the best by U.S. News? It's Mazda. And Ramsey Mazda is one of the most awarded and respected Mazda dealers. Visit their new state-of-the-art showroom on Route 17 North in Bergen County or RamseyMazda.com.
3: The chairman of the board, old blue eyes, the Sultan of Swoon. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Sinatra. This Sunday night starting at 6, it's Ramsey Mazda's Sundays with Sinatra with your host. The vice chairman of the board, Joe Piscopo. Thank you very much. You're marvelous. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ramsey Mazda's Sundays with Sinatra this Sunday night, starting at six, with me, Joe Piscopo, on music radio, WABC, talk radio, seventy-seven WABC, the seventy-seven WABC mobile app. Download it now. This is the Greg Kelly Show.
10: I hope Trump comes back, but if he doesn't, (laughs) Ron DeSantis, you are the man, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. I would like him, quite frankly, to be a little bit older. I think it's uh, appropriate that a president kind of be, uh, the kids are out of the house, all grown up. Because as a young man, I think he's got kids. He's got like seven and eight year olds and he's not even 44 yet. So it's like, you know, I I understand if he's thinking about himself and, you know, what happens to him after the presidency. He's got to think about that stuff and not necessarily on a biological level, on a primal level. Put the country first. I don't blame him. It's like I think it's just a human tendency. Another thing I noticed that about Obama, you know, he was too into his kids. It's great that he was into his kids, but like take care of your family, you know, raise everybody. And then and then, you know, you can be all in with America. He was running home at six o'clock at night, running back upstairs to the White House to be with the kids. That's beautiful. But that's not how you that's not how you make America great again. I'm sorry. I mean, you got this is an all in in your face. You got to move mountains job. So, that said, I like Ron DeSantis, and here he is. He's defending this bill, which the media have falsely labeled the don't say gay bill. I think bottom line, what they want is, let me think, I got it right here. Uh, Sexually, a school may not adopt procedures or student support forms that require school district personnel to withhold from a parent information about his or her student's. Mental health. Let's see here. Cut uh, number three. A school district may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. That sounds totally reasonable. But can you believe that Disney, the Mickey Mouse Man... That company is opposing this with everything they got. They're lobbying. The the, the the CEO is hounding Governor DeSantis. All of Hollywood is up in arms. All of the left wing with a great big assist from the left wing media. Saturday Night Live goes after DeSantis. And they're lying about this bill. They are lying about it. Ron DeSantis put together a nice little mishmash uh, mashup video. And uh, here it goes.
6: DeSantis has taken a stand and said no you that gay exists
0: at all is discriminatory uh, a form of bullying or a so called don't say gay bill don't say gay bill
8: uh, don't say gay bill
7: Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. Disney CEO Bob Chapek weighing in on that Florida bill. The
2: company has been opposed to the bill from the outset. The chance
7: that I am going to back down from my commitment to students and back down from my commitment to parents' rights simply because of fraudulent media narratives or pressure from woke corporations, the chances of that are zero. All right.
12: How did they possibly
7: explain lining their pockets with their relationship from the Communist Party of China? Because that's what they do, and they make a fortune, they don't say a word. Our policy is going to be based on the best interest of Florida citizens, not on the music of World yeah.
10: Damn straight. That's awesome. And by the way, this stuff is – you can download it. You can read it. Nobody wants to do that. It's much more fun to yell about stuff all day long. Nobody who's running around saying, don't say gay – Oh, Ron DeSantis is uh, in favor of a don't say gay campaign. It's a don't say gay. No, you can say gay all you want. Uh, But he's saying that sexuality, sexual orientation should be age appropriate. And if a kid is talking about possibly changing their gender, that's probably something parents ought to know about. Very reasonable. You can download it. You can read it. And you can see how the media, the sick media have been lying and why this? Why the transgender issue? So much, so much. What's going on there? Give me a moment, I'll be right back.
3: The 77 WABC Sports Update.
12: It's official. The MLB season is finally a go. The owners and the MLBPA approved a new five year collective bargaining agreement to save the full 162 game season last night. Some changes in the deal include a 12 team postseason, increases to the minimum player's salary and the competitive balance tax, a universal designated hitter, and a 16 draft lottery. Teams are allowed to complete free agency signings and trades immediately. All clubs will report for spring training by this Sunday with opening day coming on April 7th. The Mets will open next- their season against the Nationals, the Yankees against the Red Sox. Checking in on the local teams from last night, the Nets faced off with the 76ers for the first time since trading James Harden. They shut them down in a 129-100 win. In hockey, the Rangers pulled their team MVP Igor Shesterkin out early in a 6-2 loss to the St. Louis Blues. The Islanders had some better luck. The Islanders captain, Anders Lee, recorded his first career hat trick in a 6-0 shutout against the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's your 77 WABC Sports Update. I'm Luke Lagrano.
3: Talk Radio 77 WABC.
10: So Fox News, CNN, and other major news outlets have been reporting that inflation would shoot past 10% if Russia invaded Ukraine. Well, it happened. And how does that impact us? Russia is the third largest oil producer globally. When Trump left, oil was $40 a barrel. Today, it's $100 a barrel. Economists expect $120 a to $150 a barrel. What is this inflation doing to your retirement accounts? Call Monetary Gold and ask for the Greg Kelly Special. They will give you their protection guide for free. Plus, they'll give you an extra $5,000 in free gold and silver for new qualified accounts. Call Monetary Gold at 1-888-993-9332. Or go to monetarygold.com. You know that saying, think outside the box?
1: Well, tonight, Goya's asking you to think inside the box for a change with Goya Rice Mixes. The Goya Rice Mixes each have a unique blend of authentic Latin flavors and take only minutes to prepare. Plus, there are more than 20 varieties. Yellow rice, Mexican rice, rice primavera, and their newest addition, Goya Paella. It's all in the box. This paella is a traditional Spanish... Dish made with premium seafood and Valencia type rice. Perfect to prepare this classic dish. Ready in three easy steps. Infinite possibilities, endless deliciousness. Sometimes thinking inside the box just makes sense. Goya Rice Mixes make your life easier and more delicious. Find them in the Goya section of the store and learn more about Goya Rice Mixes at Goya.com. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Love is in the air.
0: It's a brand new day. Birds are singing
6: duets together. And squirrels
4: are chasing each other across the treetops.
1: Everyone
6: has a twinkle in their eye. Boom, chicka boom. Don't let junk get in the way. We make junk
4: disappear.
7: All
6: you have to do is point.
4: Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK.
13: And you'll be back to your old self again.
4: We've got magic in our fingertips.
6: And that's why everyone starts dancing. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or
3: visit one 800 got The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg.
13: Come join the Joan Hamburg Show every Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. We bring you the best guests, the best information, whether it's where to eat, what to buy, or how to take care of your health. Remember, Sundays, 2 o'clock, the
3: Joan Hamburg Show. Joan Hamburg, Sundays at 2 p.m. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The 77 WABC mobile app. Download it now. WABC. To The Greg Kelly Show.
10: Hey, 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 Stop calling me on the phone. Uh, except you people. You can call anytime you want. Um, as a matter of fact, I will get to you in just a moment. First... Uh, I'm just told that one of those podcast guys was kicked off of Instagram too. again, social media, big tech. It's too big to trust to those 25 year old trillionaires. What would you be like if you were 25 years old and a trillionaire? You can't handle that money. Nobody can handle that money. Nobody can handle that power. Take it from them. And you know what? I'm tell. I'm sorry if that doesn't sound uh, capitalistic. If that sounds socialist, it's not socialist. Actually, I already told you. There's all kinds of precedents for this. There's antitrust laws. You can make make a case. You can make this happen. If Alexander Graham Bell inter he what what did he uh, invent? The phone. If he said you can only use this phone if I agree with you politically. Don't say anything that might upset anybody or that I might disagree with. We take it from him. We'd say, get the hell out of here. We'd find, we'd give him some money. We'd say, we're keeping the phone. If Charlie, uh, who the hell invented the light bulb? Uh, uh, Thomas Edison. If Tom Edison said, you can't have a light bulb unless you are using that electricity to perform some activity that I think is good, that I think is righteous. We'd say, thank you very much, Tom. Uh, here's, a, here, here's some money. Here's some paperwork. And uh, see you in court if you want to fight this. I wouldn't. Not a good idea. And we'd take his freaking electricity. Well, that's what we should do with these guys. You know, the moment you have something censored, well, I put up a picture about de Blasio, making fun of de Blasio. You know what they did? They pulled it off. And then I went crazy. I literally went crazy. I threatened, not physically, but I, th- I said all kinds of very mean, awful things about those guys. And I told them they were messing with the wrong Marine. Put it back up. And they did with a big, fat warning. <laughs> our fact-checkers do not agree in this, that, and the other thing. And you got to press a little, like, you know, they prepare you. Are you prepared to see this? Because our fact-checkers say you shouldn't see it. And it was just a little stupid cartoon. I didn't even make it up. I found somebody. I thought, this is clever. I retweeted it. I reposted it. Whatever. Yeah. But when they start messing with our freedom like that, and I do not accept that this is somehow, you know, it's a private company. They can do what they want. And when I clicked on such and such, look, if you want to participate in society today, try doing that without a cell phone. It's hard. It's hard.
13: What's up, Leah, from Jersey? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Before you mentioned a Tamara Nelson.
10: Yeah, I made that name up.
13: Well, I do know someone by the name of Tamara Nelson.
10: No, I wasn't talking about her. I made that name up.
13: How do you know?
10: I just pulled it out of thin air.
13: Excuse me. The person I know is very active with the J Street organization.
10: What's J Street?
13: Uh, J Street is a very left-wing organization.
10: Okay, but she's not famous. Look, I was what I was doing was, and I wasn't making it up like trying to fool anybody. I was pulling names out of thin air. Let, let me find another name. If you look at the New York Post or you watch Entertainment Tonight, which, uh, you know, go around the dial every now and then, not not often, they'll have these big mega celebrity profiles on people you've never heard of. Here's one right here on the cover. Uh Let's see here. Page six tells me that Grimes is secretly dating. Oh, Elon Musk. Wait, wait, what the hell is this? Grimes is dating whistleblower Chelsea Manning after Elon Musk split. Now, apparently, and by the way, this is an exclusive. This is the headline right now. And I guess Grimes doesn't have a first name. She's, it's like Cher. But have you ever heard of Grimes. No, but Grimes is a hot story right now because I guess she just got dumped by Elon Musk. Who cares? I guess the Elon Musk, I know about him, Grimes. What the hell kind of name is Grimes for a girl? And it looks like she's, uh, yeah, that's is a one-name celebrity. Grimes is dating infamous leaker Chelsea Manning after her relationship with Elon Musk. They're getting serious. They even you hold it. All right. So listen, Leah. I I don't know anything about Tamara Nelson. So uh, does that ease your mind, or does it?
13: Excuse me, Greg. Yeah, you should. Why? Because she is very active in a very left-wing organization. So what? That's your.
10: That's her right. She could do that if she wants. I mean, what am I going to do with that? Is she a terrorist? If she is, call the cops. Fair enough. All right, Leah. Don't worry about
5: it. I
10: have. Well, Well. all right. Well, no, you know, I'm
13: worried because you mentioned the name.
10: I know. I'm sorry I did that. I was just pulling it out of thin air. I didn't even mean it. I mean, is she famous? Is she well known well, here?
13: You actually do know
10: who she is. Oh, don't, now you're sounding all conspiracy theorists. Uh, no, I don't know who she is. I don't. I don't. What was the other name? I mentioned another name. Like these names are all over the place. These Instagram stars, these TikTok stars. Who was the TikTok star who unfortunately killed themselves the other day? I had never heard of them. They had a big vigil on TV. It went on forever. And I had never heard of this person while they were alive. Only 22. Here we go. Huey Haha, Rising TikTok star and comedian. Died by suicide. Sorry to hear that, but. Oh, here's another one. Ronnie McNutt. Have You ever heard of him? He, Caitlin Loan is dead. Did you ever hear of her? I haven't heard of these people, but they're famous. They're TikTok stars. They're influencers. And I personally, you know, I don't know. What am I trying to say here? Celebrity has been diluted. All right. So listen, I want you to take a deep breath. Nothing personal about this Tamara Nelson thing. All right, I don't know anything about it.
13: I don't. Excuse me. I don't believe in coincidence.
10: Oh my gosh! Listen, I can't have you do anything crazy. Okay, that's a. You don't believe in coincidence.
7: That's right.
10: happens all the time. I'll tell you why. First of all, two of my previous girlfriends. One was named Tamara. I'm familiar with the name Tamara. Okay, let me just put it to you that way. Not Nelson. Other Tamaras. Fair enough. What are you going to do? That it mentioned. Just don't freak out because you heard the words Tamara Nelson on the radio. I got to go. Um, thank you. Everything all right there? All right. We we good? We good? All right. Um, uh, I hope that makes sense to you guys. Maybe I maybe I should have vetted the fictional name a bit more.
8: Uh,
10: but it goes on and on like that. Who is this? Um, uh, yeah, Caitlin, Loanne. Anybody ever heard? Not Lindsay Lohan. Caitlyn. No relation. And there was another There was another influencer. Who are these people? They have such influence, but we've never heard of them. But, uh, again, like, you know, a bunch of 16 to 21-year-olds live and die by these people. Heck, I never heard of the Nelk boys until yesterday. By the way, give me some of the, more of that. This was banned by big tech, and it was just a great, big, fun conversation between a president and four guys of, by the way... Not that it matters, but, you know, everybody looked a little bit different, if you know what I mean. Some were white, some were black, some were Asian. Who cares? It was just a big, beautiful conversation that they think is too hot to handle. Is this too hot to handle?
11: In the history of our country, nothing like me has ever happened. I don't say that positive, negative. You know, you've never had a business. No, I agree with you, yeah. It was, I think, 93% politicians became president and 7% generals. So you had soldiers and you had politicians. There's never been an outsider. Uh, likewise, nobody's ever been treated as badly as I have by the fake news media.
10: He's right. He's right. He's right. We never had. I think seven percent. Who are the uh, who are the uh, generals? Eisenhower and Ulysses S. Grant, who's buried a couple of miles from here. Oh, though he's not buried. He's in a mausoleum. That's the little catch there. If they ever try that with you. Um, Let's see, what else? It's Friday. It feels like it, doesn't it? And, oh, spring ahead, fall back. You know who made another just ridiculous display out of herself? You know who? Kamala Harris. Uh, First of all, no one can get over this. Cut 15.
4: Is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted
14: to know if... You think, and if you ask the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. (laughs) A friend in need is a friend in need.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay, And it goes on like that. Stop.
10: Stop. Um, She's going to, they're going to have to do something with her when she comes home. She's still over there, spring break, Euro style. And also, look at this: uh, Mika Brzezinski flirting with Hillary Clinton on television in front of everybody. Cut thirty-three.
11: But speaking of
14: that, are you open to running for president again?
0: Oh <laughs> no. come on! Just <laughs> no, long runway. No, but I'm
6: <laughs> well, no, but I am certainly going to be active in supporting women running for office. Um...
10: What if I said I was active supporting men running for office? Really, what difference is it thinking thinking uh, Hillary's part? And by the way, she's absolutely, positively, totally lying. She is running for president actively right there. That's why she was on TV. I don't think she mentioned one candidate that she liked other than herself. All right. That's what she's doing because Joe Biden is losing it. We can all see it. And by the way, she's five years younger than Joe Biden. She's even, I think, uh, a year and a half younger than Trump. So she wants this. She could very well get the Democrat nomination. Trump, you got to stop her all over again. We can't, we can't, we can't deal with that. All right, so one other thing about, um, hey, just remember this. Whenever your woke friends get out of control, he's always right. Donald Trump on wokeism. This is a classic. Never forget. Cut 32.
11: Wokeism makes you lose ruins your mind, and ruins you as a person. You become warped. You become demented.
10: You really do. And I guess Kamala Harris is a great example of that. Now, you remember, how do we get Kamala? Well, the powers that be, a combination of the media, uh, left-wing interest groups, at one point in 2018, 2019, just decided that the running mate, Joe Biden's running mate had to be, must be, no choice, had to be a woman. Cut 27.
7: I think it would be incredibly important for the for the Democratic ticket to have as the vice president uh, a woman.
5: I
6: cannot imagine that we have a Democratic ticket without a
14: woman on it. a lot of capable, interesting candidates. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you should pick a woman, I think.
2: Don't Uh, you? Yes.
10: Yes. All right. That was back before Biden had secured the nomination. And once he did, and once George Floyd happened, they had to uh, make an adjustment. Let's see here. Couldn't just be a woman, right? It had to be a certain kind of woman. Cut 28.
14: I think this is a moment uh, to put a woman of color on that ticket.
0: One hundred prominent black men said the urgency to pick a black woman has gone from something that should happen to something that has to happen. Yes, I think he needs to choose an African-American woman. Black women are the base of the Democratic Party.
10: So Joe had to cram and jump through hoops because Joe, unfortunately, does not have a very high opinion of people, as they say, who don't look like him. He has no affinity for no interest in, no use for. He's just uh, all of his life. He's, uh, I'm sorry, but if you are in your mid-70s, as he was when he said most of this stuff, and you speak like this... Well, I think you got some racist tendencies. I'm sorry, Joe. It's true. And when you have those racist tendencies, guess what? I bet you saw plenty of women of color over the years, and you didn't take them seriously at all. You probably never gave them a chance. Am I being too tough on Joe? No. Listen to Joe Cut29.
5: Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. You cannot go to a 7 or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Fully, I'm, not, I'm not joking. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black.
10: Now, in the old days, if you said something like that, a, a gaffe of that scope, of that impact, you'd have to quit. There'd be no recovering from that. He said that as the Democrat nominee, former two-term vice president, telling Charlemagne tagad is that what they call him, Uh, to his face, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Now, talk about 1,000% inherent, totally, that is it, the essence of racism, right there. And Joe didn't become that overnight. That's who he is. It's too bad, but that's who he is. And he walked around his whole life like that. So when they told him at the last second, you got to find a black woman and make her your vice president, he just turned to the nearest one he could find, the one who was yelling at him during the convention. Cut 31.
6: So that's where the federal government must step in. That's why we have the voting rights (laughs) act and
14: the We need to pass the ERA because That's, there are moments in history where states fail to preserve the civil rights of have all people. I supported the okay, ERA I, from the very
5: beginning seconds. when I, I ran
10: by 30 clock. seconds. All right. She just yelled at. Now, listen. And that same debate, she actually took a little bit of pity on him. And this is very generous of her. Now, I totally disagree with her, but she had a moment and she was very generous and gentle with Joe. Cut 30.
14: In this campaign, we've also heard, and I'm going to now direct this at Vice President Biden, um, I do not believe you are a racist.
10: How about that? But Kamala Harris, you are wrong. He is. Be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. After 9-11, were you in Lower Manhattan living, working, or helping with the rescue, recovery, cleanup, or construction, Were you there between September 11th, 2001 and the summer of 2002? Have you been diagnosed with cancer or respiratory illness? If you answered yes, you may be eligible for financial compensation. Call attorney Noah Koshlefsky. He's the managing partner of Kreinler & Kreinler. Noah has established himself as one of the nation's leading experts on the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund. He has represented thousands of families while recovering over a billion dollars on their behalf. Noah and his team will work tirelessly to ensure your case is accurate and fair. To find out if you're eligible, call Kreinler & Kreinler at 8 888-246-4799 that's 888-246-4799 on the web visit 911cancerinfo.com that's 911cancerinfo.com
3: Listen to this podcast now on the Red Apple Podcast Network. American Lives Matter with Bernard McGirt.
8: They did censor a congressman for posting a meme of a cartoon of him killing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Remember Kathy Griffin holding the head of Donald Trump after it was severed? She's holding the bloody head. Remember Snoop Dogg executing President Trump? So many other instances, Johnny Depp, Madonna, etc. Nobody was outraged. Nobody cared. And yet you have people like Elon Omar saying on 9-11, well, Some people did some things. (laughs) She's on some uh, important committee down there, some national security committee. Maxine Waters, you get up there and get out in their faces. Don't let them breathe or whatever the hell she said. Anyway, this one woman, she's fighting back. She's a congresswoman from uh, Colorado. I love this lady. This is what we have to do, folks. We have to fight these people. No more rolling over. No more groveling. No more
2: apologizing.
3: Download all of Red Apple Media's podcasts right now through your favorite podcast platform. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show.
10: Never noticed that uh, some people rush to give you bad news. They just, they just can't wait to tell you bad news. What is up with that human tendency? I remember The Godfather uh the godfather is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately i'm not one of those people feel free not to share the bad news with me jeez hey i can't stand email by the way or text messaging or any of this crap has it made anybody happier has it made anything more efficient no Just giving us a forum to talk things to death until the next crisis comes along. And then we talk about that. And nobody makes a decision. Gosh. Just become a nation of people engaged in a constant campaign of cover your ass. That's how we get into wars, by the way. A bunch of people trying to cover their ass. Didn't you see my email? (sighs) Mike, hello. Mike is in Pennsylvania. Hi.
13: Hey, how you doing? You know, they are talking about a woman of color. Woman of color. You want to know something? They could have picked the women. They would have. They could have picked Tulsi Kelsey, Tulsi uh, Kelsey Gabbard to be the vice president. She's more qualified than Biden. She she would have. Been who did you mean? Who who who? Tulsi
2: Gabbard from Hawaii.
10: Yeah, they didn't like her though. She was. Uh... Hey, I like Tulsi Gabbard. I li- I like her a lot. She's very. Uh powerful um i think she's smart i think she's a truth teller she's a crazy liberal lunatic on some issues i don't think they're gonna pick her i would like to see somebody who knows a little bit of something about something donald trump brought world-class experience and expertise to the job hey let's face it pal you like tulsi gabbard because she's hot and by the way so do I. Uh, you still you're
13: stupid there you know that you still when you take that.
10: My, what do you mean? What do you mean, Mike? She is a two-term, what is she? How many terms in Congress is she? Why do you think, you make the case why she's presidential timber, okay?
13: Why? Why? First of all, when Trump talks about the generals, every, every president, every president since uh, George Bush, the father, has been in, has never even served in the military.
7: Every other president has. So that's a real big thing in my, in, in my book.
10: Wait, you don't like it? Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So you don't like it that Donald Trump did not serve in the military. Is that it? Of not. Of course not. So course that's a, did you serve in the military, Mike? Trump, yes, Mike, Mike, did. Mike, did you serve? Did you no, serve? No,
2: I didn't.
10: You did didn't. not. I didn't. I didn't All right, Mike, let me tell you something about the military. We don't serve the military. The military serves us. All right? Look, I was in the military for nine years active duty, 12 in the reserves. The military is like, you know, the office. All right, there are some great guys, and then there are some idiots. There are some superior beings, and then there are people who are stealing from the company. All right, they're no better, no worse. There's, there's a little bit more of an adventurous spirit, okay, but it's not entirely selfless either, okay. All right, you get paid when you're in the military, okay. You get nice uniforms when you're in the military. You get discounted stuff when you're in the military. And yes, every now and then, you got to die for your country. That's a real pain in the, the – nobody. The, it's necessary, happens. It's interesting. There are people in the military – and I mean this as a compliment. I've seen this a lot, and I know the feeling. You will risk your life for your country, but you won't risk your job. It's a very bureaucratic place. So let me think here. You know who wasn't in the military? A couple of people were not in the military when it comes to presidents. Let me think here. Well, Barack Obama wasn't in the military, of course. George W. Bush, he was in the Air National Guard. And you know why he was in the Air National Guard, right? To
7: dodge uh, Vietnam.
10: Exactly, to to avoid Vietnam. Bill Clinton wasn't in the military. George H.W. Bush, yes, he was in World War II. Military hero. Uh, Ronald Reagan was making movies in Culver City for the Air Force. He wasn't exactly, uh, you know, in action, right? World War II, by the way, was a different war. Everybody wanted to fight. Most people did, I think. Go back a little bit further, Ronald Reagan. Jimmy Carter was in the military. Gerald Ford was in the military. Nixon was in the military. Kennedy was in the military. But guess what? They were all in World War II, which is a popular war. A war we had to fight. We had no choice. So, I don't know where we are on that, Mike. Uh, but oh, they, so you like Tulsi Gabbard because she was uh, in the military? Is that it?
13: Don't hang, don't hang up on me. First of all, first of all, I'll
10: hang up on you the moment I find you less less than interesting. And uh, for the time being, you're interesting. And I have a question for you: Is it because Tulsi Gabbard served in the military that's why you like her?
13: That's that's a very good point. That's one. That's, that's
10: it. That's it. But I mean, so anybody who served in the military—that's there's a prerequisite. Hey, look, that's fa- you know, Mike. Actually, if that's your prerequisite, that's your prerequisite. It's not my prerequisite because unlike you, I served in the military, and I know some people are good and some people are crummy. I know guys who are court-martialed in the military. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want them in public office, all right? You really wouldn't. It's not as. Uh, It's not as pure as you might think, but, Mike, I think uh, – but your ultimate point is uh, what again?
13: Ultimate point is when you've been there, you're a little bit less likely to start a war. You're a little bit less likely to let somebody step all over you. You're speaking
2: very
10: generally. You're speaking very generally. You don't know about that. It's a case-by-case basis. But, Mike, I do appreciate the call. Interesting stuff you gave me, and, and, and that is interesting. Most people did, but uh, the war was a bit more, you know, <clears throat> World War II. Everybody was behind it. Iraq, not so much. Vietnam, not so much. Be right back.
1: Alba Services Incorporated seeks a project manager, estimator in New York, New York to perform detailed takeoffs using PlanSwift and Blue Beam software. Estimate projects worth up to 2 million to 8 million. Perform detailed reviews of construction documents and prepare RFI as needed during bidding, phase, and after project awarded. Requirements are a master's degree or foreign equivalent in construction management plus three months of experience in this position or as an estimator. Alba Services Incorporated seeks a project manager, estimator in New York, New York to perform detailed takeoffs using Plain Swift and Blue Beam software estimate projects worth up to two million to eight million. To apply, please mail your CV to Alba Services Incorporated, two forty West fifty second street, New York, New York, one double zero one nine. Attention A Horan, owner. Again, to apply, please mail your CV to Alba Services Incorporated, two forty West fifty second street, New York, New York, one double zero one nine. Attention A Horan,
3: owner. talk radio 77 wabc wabc radio is proud to celebrate 100
1: years from october 1st 1921 to music radio to talk radio's crown jewel worldwide and beyond
2: WABC. New York.
1: and wlirfm hampton bays from around the
3: world to around the block, this is a WABC afternoon news brief.
4: It's 52 degrees and sunny at two o'clock. Good afternoon, I'm Jacqueline Carl. President Biden announced Friday what the U.S. will do to Russia, along with the European Union and the group of seven countries, and explains trading fa- status with Russia.
5: A most favored nation status designation means two countries have agreed to trade with each other under the best possible terms, low tariffs. Few barriers of trade, and the highest possible imports allowed. In the United States, we call this permanent normal trade relations (PNTR), but it's the same thing.
4: Biden went on to say, "What else will be done?
5: We're also taking a further step of banning imports of goods from several signature sectors of the Russian economy, including seafoods, vodka, and diamonds. And we're going to continue to squeeze Putin." The G7 will seek to deny Russia the ability to borrow from leading multinational institutions.
4: Revoking most favored nation trading status now allows the U.S. and its allies to impose higher tariffs on some Russian imports to the United States. Biden said it would be, quote, another crushing blow that would squeeze Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's day 16 of the war on Ukraine. Russian forces are on the outskirts of Ukraine's capital city of Kiev. The capital remains under Ukrainian control for now. Russia's widening its military offensive in Ukraine. Russian troops are striking airports in the west and for the first time hitting an industrial city in the east. As Ukrainian refugees flee their own country, they find their belongings harder and harder to carry. Along the way, they've abandoned their clothes, cars luggage, and other personal items. The one thing the Ukrainians are reported not to have abandoned along the way their pets. They can be seen carrying dogs, large and small cats, birds, rabbits, and hamsters. Over 2 million Ukrainians have had to flee their country in the largest refugee crisis since World War II. Russian President Vladimir Putin has talked of, quote, positive developments with regard to negotiations, yet his military appears to be regrouping to regain momentum in its invasion. New satellite photos appear to show a massive convoy outside the Ukrainian capital. It's fanned out into towns, forests and near Kiev with artillery raids for firing and another potentially threatening action. The Kremlin admits Russia's economy is in a state of shock because of heavy sanctions imposed by the U.S. and its allies over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Here's Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov.
6: I assure you, we will cope, we will absolutely cope and we'll do everything not to depend on the West in any way ever in the areas of our life which are essential for our people.
4: Russian President Vladimir Putin has said economic sanctions on Russia are, quote, akin to a declaration of war. Governor Kathy Hochul announced Friday there's going to be an initiative launched to expand child care centers in all state university campuses in New York, mainly in areas where there's the most need. The initiative includes the distribution of four and a half million dollars in federal and state funding to support current child care centers. It will also go to a program to train, train child care providers and go to the governor's goal of eliminating what she calls child care deserts across SUNY schools. An off-duty NYPD officer was punched and his service revolver stolen during a fight inside the Hudson Market around 4.30 this morning. The officer got into a dispute with another group inside the deli on 9th Avenue. A suspect stole the officer's weapon and took off. The off-duty officer was taken to a hospital to be checked out. Police say four males fled the scene in a Dodge Charger northbound on 9th Avenue. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has a new plan to give the economy in New York City's five boroughs a shot in the arm. It's called Rebuild, Renew, Reinvent. Speaking in the Bronx, Adams touted the 63-page plan.
7: It's time we get our city back in order to a pre-demic, pre-pandemic employment uh, play, especially in the hard-hit areas like tourism, hospitality, and our creative economy. And this is what this blueprint and plan is going to do.
4: The 70-point plan includes a massive tourism campaign, help for businesses dealing with city regulations, and the dramatic expansion of the city's life science industries to create jobs. No changes for now to New York City's high school admissions process. New York City Schools Chancellor David Banks told New York One,
9: I do know that I was up against a very tight timeline right now where people needed a, a decision. And that's the reason why I've made the decision I have
4: bank says plans on making changes in the future because the current process is too complicated under the current system eighth grade students must apply to high school and rank 12 choices car thefts are up 94 percent in manhattan so far this year abc channel 7 reports there have been almost 2500 vehicular thefts since january 1st your forecast from the ramsey mazda weather center it'll be sunny today high 51 tonight drizzle changes to rain after 4 a.m low 46 and saturday we'll see a mix of rain snow and sleet highs in the mid 40s 52 degrees and sunny at 205. From the 77 WABC Midtown Manhattan Studios, I'm Jacqueline Carl. Traffic and transit is next. The news never stops at wabcradio.com. Keep it here on 77 WABC for more of the Greg Kelly Show.
3: W.A.B.C. Traffic and Transit.
4: Southbound FDR Drive at 96th Street, exit 14. The right lane is blocked. You've got stop-and-go traffic from the RFK Triborough Bridge, exit 17. That's because of a box truck. And then westbound Staten Island Expressway between Bradley Avenue, exit 11 and Victory Boulevard, exit 10. Road construction takes out the right lane, and it's heavy as you make your way through there. Alternate side parking rules are in effect for today. I'm Jacqueline Carl with your traffic update on 77 W.A.B.C.
3: Greg Kelly, the latest breaking news and opinions, entertaining and informative. Uh,
10: Biden calls for end to Russia's most favored nation trade status right now. They are most favored nation. (laughs) One of our most favored nations, Russia, who's threatening to shoot down civilian aircraft. Russia, who apparently might be fixing, fixing to use chemical weapons, but they better not because the circumstances, the uh, the, the retaliation from the United States would be, uh, get back to us. They can't say we're going to draw a red line because, well, we know how that went when Obama uh, warned the Russians about firing uh, chemical weapons, mus- munitions in Syria, right? Well, we let them do it, and <laughs> we let them do it again. That's uh, it. worked out to be just fine. I just... This thing, no one, no one, no one's doing anything. I had a guy named Fred Flights on last night. Fred was the National Security Council Chief of Staff under Donald Trump. Very smart guy, quite the academic, but one of those academics who knows a lot about the real world. And he said, we've got to send some heavyweight over there. All right. Somebody else, not Blinken. He mentioned a guy named uh, Burns, Nick Burns who I've actually run across a couple of times. He's one of those swamp guys, been around for a long time, but apparently he speaks Russian, and they like him over there. Somebody's got to do something. Let's end this thing. It can't go on like this. We can't just stand by there. And you know what, Joe? Stop saying you can't do anything. Stop saying we're not going to fight. That doesn't – That doesn't. I, I think we need to hold that as an option. We shouldn't be telegraphing that. Don't you want to leave some things behind? Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. You know who I see every now and then? Henry Kissinger. You think this guy would say everything in his head all at once? We are not going to war. No matter in the in these circumstances, we will not go to war. He would leave a lot of little. He'd like give himself wiggle room, and that's what you need in life: wiggle room. Well, not in. Well, sometimes. <sighs> anyway. You've noticed that transgenderism is the most popular ism in the world right now. Uh, So we're told by the fake news that they just can't get enough of it. They just love it for whatever reason. They love the practice of getting rid of your God-given sex organs and artificially creating new sex organs and taking hormones and basically wreaking havoc on your own body. This is a great thing, starting eight minutes ago for some reason. Why would a normally um, level-headed guy like Lester Holt and all the fake news phonies, I mean, they were always fake news, but I mean, they weren't about uh, radical surgery for children. But now they are. Cut 37.
7: We're back now with more on our special series on transgender.
10: What happened? What happened? Uh, did you he, he says about eighteen more things. well um well, you've seen it, you've seen it a million times. transgenderism everything is fantastic. Let me try this uh maybe you guys messed that one up. Uh, try this one cut 34.
7: We're back now with more on our special series on transgender kids. This has been a fascinating series.
5: Today marks Transgender Day of Visibility, a day to celebrate the lives and contributions of trans people around the world.
9: Over the next hour, we'll focus on the reasons for hope and concern for those who are
4: transgender.
0: We need a million of us to step forward and affirm uh,
4: the lives of trans youth across this country. We see you. We hear you. You
0: matter. You're important.
10: Everybody's important. Everybody matters. Whether the, if you're confused about your gender, that's that's a personal issue. It's not a national, it shouldn't be a national obsession. I'll say it. Some of these people are perverts. I'm not actually talking about the transgender. I'm talking about the people who are fixated on the issue. What is it about you guys? Why, do you, why are you so fixated on something that afflicts very few people? And oh, by the way, it is an affliction. It's called gender dysphoria, and it is a disorder. Psychiatrists can treat you for it, but it's a big, bad thing. You don't want it. It leads to all kinds of problems, and it doesn't make you a better person. Being transgender doesn't make you special. Just ask this guy who uh, allegedly used a hammer to attack an Asian man he didn't like. His defense, I'm transgender, I'm special. Here's his perp walk. You can hear him actually say he's transgender, it's special. Cut 36.
7: You attack his family. Christian, did you attack that man with a hammer? Did he attack me first? Did you attack him with a hammer? Did he push the transgender...
10: Did he push a transgender transgender people like regular people are capable of monstrous acts like the guy who's (laughs) killed one person in 1963 20 years in jail gets out six months later kills another person (laughs) goes back for another 20 years gets out 2019 2022 they think he killed another person he's a transgender she's a transgender he's a transgender. whatever. Whatever gender this person is, it's not what the trender, it's not the gender he was born. And here's the news, actually, summarizing his latest antics. Uh, allegedly, he's killed a third woman. Cut
14: 35. A woman's torso was discovered inside a bag in a shopping cart in East New York. Then on Monday, a leg was found inside a car just blocks away in Cypress Hills. Sources say 83 year Harvey Marklin has been arrested for concealment of a human corpse and is due back in court today.
10: Wow. I don't believe this. How could he? How could a transgender person do that? They're so special. We see you. You matter. Again, everybody matters transgender, regular gender, whatever. They've celebrated this way too much to the point that they're promoting it, to the point that they're elevating it as if changing your gender is better than being your original gender, right? I think that's where we are. Uh, Hey, by the way, who remembers the movie Black Panther? Uh, Do I have any? Black Panther came out a couple of years ago. It was actually a pretty good movie. And it wasn't great. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, I think, was the main villain, and he played a West Point graduate. It was very unconvincing. If you know anything about West Point, if you know anything, this is not a military man. Even in the future, I guess, was this supposed to be the future? Not really. Anyway, it was an okay movie. The guy who directed it, got to be talented. His name is Coogler. What's his first name? Ryan, Brian Coogler. And he goes to the bank to withdraw $12,000 in cash. It's a lot of cash, by the way. I think anytime it's above $10,000, they got to call the Treasury Department to tell them we got some guy here who wants $12,000 cash. That's unusual. Well, to make matters even more unusual... He writes on the withdrawal slip. Again, this is Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther. Be discreet when you count the money. Do it somewhere else. Don't make a big deal out of it. And he writes that on the withdrawal slip where you're not supposed to write it. Very non-standard. The teller is like, uh, what the hell is this about? It looks like a bank robbery. This note is very weird. Oh, by the way, he's wearing dark sunglasses. A mask, a COVID mask, but nonetheless, he really can't see his face. And I think he has a hood on top of the whole uh, the whole thing. He looks like he might just be a bank robber. Who hands a teller a note like that? I want 10s and 20s and don't make a big deal out of it. Count it discreetly. That sounds like bank robber talk. So they call the cops and they arrest the guy and they bring him outside and about Five minutes goes by and they figure out, okay, yeah, you're really, you got an account here and you were just withdrawing money, $12,000. Did you ever think of talking to the manager? You know, that's a lot of money. You don't have to do it at the teller window. You can go into the bank manager's office and have a conversation with them. Have a seat, Mr. Kugler, right away, Mr. Kugler. We'll get you your $12,000. Here's some water. Would you like a Diet Coke? You would have gotten first class treatment. And oh, by the way, Uh, this is being portrayed, of course, as a racial incident because Mr. Kugler happens to be black. Now, what the fake news does not tell you is that everybody else in the story is black. From the bank manager to the bank teller to the cops who show up, everybody is black. But somehow, they say this is a race thing. Here's CBS News racializing it. Cut 48
12: i feel like he did everything right he did everything right and bank of america says it should not have happened Mm. that's the bottom line
0: can you imagine being detained for taking out your own money
12: i cannot but sadly it happens and even if you're a famous director uh (laughs) it can happen to you and we all know why yeah no doubt about it all right um no
7: doubt
10: about it no doubt about it so it's a black thing is that it no doubt about it well yeah there is plenty of doubt about it Go into a bank, no matter what your race is, no matter how many... By the way, just because you're a director of a movie doesn't mean you get special status or special treatment. Do you know who I am? That used. To, <laughs> that's the most absurd thing to ever say. Do you know who I am? And he said that, by the way. Kugler said, do you know who I am? You guys are going to be in big trouble when you find out. I have never done that in my life. Number one, I, half the time I'm... Down in the dumps, and I'm not feeling so great about something. not half the time, but you know what I mean. I, yeah, everybody, I, I, the one, the one time I use it, the one time I were to say, something, Do you know who I am? No, <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of, right? No, this is what I think of. Mm, my dad was a police officer in like 1967. I don't know if he remembers the story. I hope he doesn't mind my telling it, but he's a police officer and he's in a car a radio car, and who drives up next to him? A bunch of teenagers, you know what I mean? Like on a Friday night, they're all kind of goofing around and feeling their oats or whatever. And then they say to my father, hey, you know who this is? It's Chief Gallagher's son. Like, that was supposed to make my father stand at attention. Apparently, Chief Gallagher at the time was some big deal. And you know what my dad said to him, <laughs> to this group? What do I care? Get lost. <laughs> I just love that reaction. What do I care? Get lost. I mean, what does he care? You don't like that. Just it's a perfect reaction. So anyway, dropping the do you know who I am card? Uh, who, uh, you know who my dad is? You know who my mom is? Uh, it's not a good thing. And look at where it gets you, basically. Hunter Biden, ask him about that. Uh, let's see. So, oh, one other thing. Here's the teller. The poor teller. Now, now, now she's... Yeah. <laughs> She's being bullied, and, and Bank of America is giving her a hard time. I hear. Um, she's explaining herself. She's expl- to the cop, telling everything that went hap- everything that went down. Cut forty seven, please. He's passing
4: out. And I said, "How can I help you?" He said, "Look at the note." So oh, that's what you said. Yeah. Look at the note. I
2: said, "Do you have a debit card?" He says,
0: "It's a debit card." It went through. He put in the PIN number he was putting a pin number out and the note said I want to withdraw 12000 Be
10: discreet. Be discreet. I can barely hear it. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. It sounds like the water is running right next to her. Sorry about that. Uh, but of course, you know what happened, right? Oh, of course, yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Happy Friday, everybody. Phil, what's your situation? You're calling from Brooklyn.
7: Well, the reason why these people are fixated on this transgenderism, is because it's another way to divide and destroy this country. It's a page out of the Communist Manifesto, picking on black people, making black people think that the Democrats are for them. It's another way, when actually black people don't need the Democrats. The black people are beautiful people, and they're making it. And I hope they vote for Trump. Now, when you talk about
13: politics... And you think about 1933 to
7: 1990, 63 years, the Democrats were in charge of Congress for 59 years. They did nothing to stop Jim Crow
13: in the South. In fact, 1891, not a lot of people realize this, but when a Democratic sheriff was shot, he said that Dagoes did it.
2: All
10: right. And his Now, wait, what years did you just say? What? From when to when, what years until what year? 1930 until when?
7: 1933 to 1990.
10: Well, all right. The Civil Rights Act was passed in the mid-60s. And, oh, by the way, Lyndon Johnson had a lot to do with that. But, uh, no, I know where you're coming from. And, uh, (sighs) yeah, what do you say about this communist manifesto? I've heard this before. It's in there about how to divide a population and make sure everybody's at each other's throats?
11: That's exactly it.
10: Which one? Who wrote that? Karl Marx? Putin, who, not Putin, uh, but what's the other guy? Marks and Engels. Marks and Engels, Karl Marx. All right, I should check that out. I've never sat down and and read it. Thank you, Phil, very much. Oh, it is time, time for a quick lunch break. My wife is here
3: with soup. Soup! I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on 77 WABC. So
10: Fox News, CNN, and other major news outlets have been reporting that inflation would shoot past 10%, if Russia invaded Ukraine? Well it happened. And how does that impact us? Russia is the third largest oil producer globally. When Trump left, oil was forty dollars a barrel. Today it's a hundred dollars a barrel. Economists expect one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars a barrel. What is this inflation doing to your retirement accounts? Call Monetary Gold and ask for the Greg Kelly Special. They will give you their protection guide for free. Plus, they'll give you an extra $5,000 in free gold and silver for new qualified accounts. Call Monetary Gold at 1-888-993-9332 or go to monetarygold.com. That's monetarygold.com.
3: This is the 77 WABC National News Update.
0: I'm Jennifer Graw. The Senate voted 68 to 31 Thursday night to pass a $1.5 trillion spending bill that will fund federal government agencies for the remainder of fiscal year 2022. $13.6 billion in emergency aid will go to Ukraine. The bill, which funds the government through September, includes a generous spending on domestic programs long prioritized by Democrats and military investments championed by the Republicans. Moving to the Sunshine State, six spring breakers at a Florida rental home overdosed on a fentanyl-laced cocaine, leaving one in critical condition. The students overdosed on what they thought was cocaine, but had actually been laced with fentanyl, a synthetic opioid, 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine. Wilton Manor's police leader sent out a warning to other young vacationers now in South Florida. In November, data released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention showed drug overdose deaths in the U.S. surged by nearly 30% over the previous year. Now in the Big Apple, momentum is building among lawmakers to tighten up New York's controversial bail laws. This after a series of high-profile cases where people are released into the streets without bail, only to break the law again. State Assemblywoman Inez Dickens proposed legislation that would make throwing or smearing a victim with feces or other bodily fluids a felony crime, but she said outrage over the case has more lawmakers talking about revisiting the no-cash bail law and giving judges the discretion to order bail for repeat offenders. She recalled backing the no-cash bail law in 2019, so mostly black and Hispanic defendants accused of minor crimes were weren't detained just because they were poor and couldn't post bail pending trial. With your National News Update for 77 WABC, I'm Jennifer Grodd.
3: The 77 WABC mobile app. Download it now. WABC.
11: This is the Greg Kelly
7: Show. <laughs>
10: This is combat from
4: Ukraine.
7: Oh. Ow. This
10: is really, really intense stuff. You know it's wild? I showed this on TV last night. You see the you see the blast and then one, two, three seconds go by, then you hear the blast. That's the speed of sound. It's gotta get to you. Kinda wild. You don't think about that very often. This has got to stop. And, you know, I don't think that Joe Biden has been very strategic when he said the following. Remember, I told you about my 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 pal, Henry Kissinger, who I actually know Isn't that kind of cool. I know Henry Kissinger anyway. Uh, Henry would not say what Joe Biden can't stop saying. We're not going to war no matter what. Cut 21.
1: We uh are not going to get into a war with Russia.
14: Russia and the United States have long agreed that nuclear use would have devastating consequences and have stated many times, including earlier this year, that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought.
5: We have no intention of fighting Russia.
10: What if we have to? I tell you what, why aren't we uh, fighting with Russia? Because they have nuclear weapons. So what have we done with that very public stance We've incentivized every country in the world to get a nuclear weapon. That way we'll never get into a war with you because we don't want to get into a nuclear war with you. All right? So uh, what are the countries that are on the verge? Uh, North Korea, uh, Iran. I mean, they're feverishly going to double down. They're going to work even harder. North Korea working on those missile systems. uh, uh, Iran working on the, what is it, the fusion, the fission, the whole uh, process. They're getting close. I'd like to bring in an expert. Uh, we're joined once again by, she knows this uh, area so well, my wife.
14: <laughs> I don't know anything about
10: it. What? you, uh, you, well, I, 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 you got to help me out here. No, listen, my, my wife, Judith Gray, I actually find it very classy somehow that you don't use my last name professionally. What is that all about?
14: I guess, I don't know. I was sort of... Nervous when we got married, and you
10: didn't know if you wanted to go all in with Greg <laughs> Kelly. Uh, keep I, yourself some options. Now I'm
14: comfortable with it. You know, it's you just, had to warm up to it. Yes, it's kind of like a very stark transition.
10: Well, let's face it. I was a bit of a wild card when you married me, right? Or you what?
14: Were. You were a bit of a wild card. I loved you, but you were pretty out there.
10: Uh, hmm. I don't know if I. Uh, this is a real can of worms. I was only kidding when I said that. Wait. 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 What do you mean?
14: We are undergoing a very strict domestication process. I think I'm being very successful.
10: Well, what you're getting at is, for a long time, I lived uh, kind of like uh, a wolf. I mean, I was kind of, a, I was. I mean, I was. I didn't know how, but you couldn't know all about that. I was a single man living in New York City, and uh, I, I wasn't particularly good at the niceties of of of, of home and 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 life maintenance.
14: I think you need to invite me back on the radio the day that you put the laundry in the laundry basket. <laughs> <laughs>
10: hey, everybody wants to know, by the way, uh, the accent. Could you tell everybody where it's from?
14: I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and, the other side of the planet.
10: Um, and people love the accent, don't they?
14: Everyone but Brits. British people. British people look down upon Australians and Australian accents.
10: Why did you come to America?
14: I always thought I was going to live overseas. I always thought I was going to live in Paris. And then I came to New York and I just was like, this is the greatest city in the world. And Paris wasn't anything like I thought it would be. And uh, I first lived in Hong Kong and then I got a job in New York and I just thought it was incredible. It wow. still is. Well,
10: I'm so glad you did.
14: I know. We wouldn't have met otherwise.
10: And, um, oh, by the way, I love the way you say Hong Kong. Hong Kong. It's just amazing. Uh, the, anyway, well, so uh, how are the babies? We've got two, by the way. And here's the deal: uh, we had to paint the whole house, inside, outside. Painting the house is a very involved thing. So we, uh, the kids, were with my uh, 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 my parents, your in laws, and they're coming back tonight, and we'll all be under one roof again. You can't. We couldn't have. I felt a little guilty about that, by the way.
14: I did. But then, when I went over in my mind, I was like, "We can't just all move into the plaza as a family. That's just not a possibility." I mean, a for hotel, us. right? Yes, right, right, right. right, right, right.
10: <laughs> and you can't have kids breathe in those nasty uh, paint fumes, right?
14: No, not if you don't want them to become crazy people. Oh come on! <laughs> right.
10: Well, Judith, uh, thank you so much for the soup. Thank you so much for lunch. She comes by to feed me in the middle of Healthy the day. Healthy snacks. Healthy snacks, indeed. All right, I love you.
14: Thank you, I love you too. Bye.
10: You're right back.
3: This is the 77 WABC Sports Update.
12: It's official. The MOB season is finally a go. The owners and the MOBPA approved a new five-year collective bargaining agreement to save the full 162-game season last night. Some changes in the deal include a 12-team postseason, increases to the minimum player's salary and the competitive balance tax, a universal designated hitter, and a 16-draft lottery. Teams are allowed to complete free agency signings and trades immediately. All clubs will report for spring training by this Sunday with opening day coming on April 7th. The Will open their season against the Nationals, the Yankees against the Red Sox. Checking in on the local teams from last night, the Nets faced off with the 76ers for the first time since trading James Harden. They shut him down in a 129 100 win. In hockey, the Rangers pulled their team MVP Igor Shesterkin out early in a 6 2 loss to the St. Louis Blues. The Islanders had some better luck. The Islanders captain Anders Lee recorded his first career hat trick in a 6 0 shutout against the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's your 77 WABC Sports Update. I'm Luke Legrano
3: station built just for you entertaining talk information and new york opinions you are a ball of fire the world famous an american original talk radio 77 wabc and wabc radio.com
9: new york city's first and only life plan community river's edge will soon be built on a 32 acre park like campus along the hudson river just 20 minutes away from grand central in historic riverdale This pet-friendly community for adults ages 62 and up features luxurious and contemporary one- and two-bedroom apartments. River's Edge offers cultural programming and partnerships with museums, galleries, and universities, combining a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional monthly cost, no matter how your needs change over time. River's Edge provides peace of mind, freedom from financial burdens, and a lifestyle filled with endless possibilities. River's Edge, your plan for life. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. That's riversedge.org.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the policies or positions of WABC Radio, its management or its sponsors. Listen to this podcast now on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Let Me Tell You, hosted by the First Lady of New York Radio, Joan
13: Hamburg. The New York that we're all experiencing today, when our own new mayor gets up and says he's got to admit he's afraid of the subways, when we see a picture of a a fairly young person chaining herself with her bike chain to one of these poles in the subway, afraid someone's going to push her in. Anyway, I hear myself warning young people I work with who rely on subways, my daughter on the subway, and saying, please do me a favor. Don't take the subway for a while until they can figure out how to deal with everything that's going on. I want my city back, and I know you do too. I don't want to look behind me and think about it. I want to feel safe in the city.
3: Download all of Red Apple Media's podcasts right now through your favorite podcast platform. New York's home for entertaining talk. Streaming now on your smart speaker. Just say, play 77 WABC. And other fake news stories. This Sunday morning at 10. We should get people to ask questions. It's Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and guest Dr. Maria Ryan. Sponsored by the Tunnel the to Towers Foundation. We get to talk to the people who really run this country and the people for whom this country was created. The people, the mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Talk radio 77 WABC and WABC Listen to us. Give us a try. Talk Radio 77, W.A.B.C. W.A.B.C. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show.
10: Uh, Here's an item from uh, social media from some guy named uh, Jim. Greg, I get it. You are into being a Christian, and that is great. Do you have to mention it all the time on your radio program? It gets repetitive and old. Well, Jim, thank you for reminding me. I don't think I'm speaking about it enough. Thank you very much. And uh, actually, I have not been uh, speaking about it enough. And you know what? You remind me that I haven't even been thinking about it enough. I get so caught up like we all do in the... The hectic uh, demands of the moment and just making things uh, happen in our lives and the little things, the little things, the errands, the this, the that, the email, all that stuff, all that stuff that clogs up our days feels important. But in the big picture, it's not, you know, ninety nine percent of what we do. Sometimes it feels like ain't that important. And it's the one percent, the stuff that we really, truly value often gets short shrift. And most people would say they believe in God, but you know what? A lot of us don't really spend all that much time thinking about it, and that's a real big shame. And it must I know it disappoints him, and I've disappointed him many times, and yet, capital H, by the way, he still is there for me and is guiding me every step of the way. All I would listen to him and talk to him, and you too can be along. You too can have this relationship. I, oh uh, gosh, I don't think about it and talk about it enough. I have been... Well, you heard, my wife was here a moment ago. Hey, isn't she great, by the way? But, you know, uh, I've got the kids, you're moving, you're getting the house painted. You know, it's just, you're running around like a lunatic half the time. But everything is better when I, first thing, look at the Word of God in the Bible. And here's something I underlined. Well, this will sound, it sounds perfect. I don't care. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. Now, the first part, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now, I know, wow, geez, that that turns a lot of people off. I can't—does that mean—well, yeah, it does, actually. And But it's far more doable than you might think. And when I think about that, quite frankly— it can stop me in my tracks from doing something i shouldn't do and they say and i believe this with obedience comes blessing oh by the way <sighs> maybe one day i'll be a i'm not there yet but i'm telling you it's somebody asked me the other day what is the most important possess- if you're f- house was on fire, what would you do? What would you take? And assuming everybody was safe, I could take one physical possession. It would be it would be my Bible, the Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible. It is the King James uh, Bible. Uh, it, fortunately for me, it's like a study Bible, and it has footnotes and essays that help explain some of the language, because the language can be confusing and it decodes some of it and I'm so grateful I have it and that is the one the one physical um, item I would I would take from my home. I was given it uh, when did I get that in 2012 2012 and my reaction when I was given that uh, Bible was who in the hell where do you get off giving me that I got everything figured out leave me alone when did you become such a church lady huh and it sat on the shelf for 4 years so silly so self involved thinking that i i did all this or did all that or whatever nope 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 if i told you the ceo of the place where you work just wanted to know you and knew you and and and, and wanted to promote you and Cared about you and knew everything you did, loved you, thought you were the just fantastic, and even the bad stuff, they've forgiven you and they just want to help and be there and they want maximum joy in your life and they want to protect you. It's true, except it's not the boss, it's God. It's all true. Alan, do you know what I'm talking about? He's in the he's in Manhattan. Hi.
7: Well said and shalom, my brother. Very well said.
10: Well, thank you. You know, sometimes I get a little, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, but thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. So what's up? What's on your mind?
7: That segment with your wife so insightful as to the fact that you truly are the prince of New York. You really are, because she sounds wonderful. She sounds like a great architect for a great experience. Good for you, man. But I had a great quote for you that Frank Zappa said, and the quote is, Government is the entertainment division of the military industrial complex.
10: Government is the entertainment division of the military industrial complex. And that is a quote from Frank Zappa.
7: Yeah, the only nuance I would add to it is that the news media are now the roadies that move the equipment around. <laughs>
10: <laughs> that's my, that your, your little addition is the best part of that. <laughs> the media, the media are the roadies. I'm telling you, that's brilliant. The, let me and, get this.
7: Uh, I'm a child of Jerusalem. I'm very fortunate to be a Zionist who became an American, but I understand. All it's in this, in
10: the oh, States. shoot. Hey, Alan, I'm sorry. You're breaking up a little bit. Uh, uh, where are you? Are you are you driving? Let me just uh, hold. Just, uh, try again. Try again. Try putting me on speaker. I think it actually might work better. Go ahead.
7: I'm sorry, dude. Nefali Bennett went to Russia, made nice nice with Putin, and got green-lighted that he could off two major Iranian uh, revolutionary guards I believe a general and a captain. That's politics.
10: Um Natali Bennett, I know the name. Tell me again who that is. What's that all about? Uh he's a he's a politician and he's an Israeli uh politician, right?
7: Isn't that fabulous? You know, the best politician is the one that you know the name, but you don't know the role. He's actually the prime Oh my
10: god. Person. Oh my god. I can't believe I I, I you're right. She's whiz. I should have known that. I mean, let's face it. Menachem Begin Benjamin Netanyahu <laughs> those names are a bit bigger. Naftali Bennett. I mean it's not did you know? Did you know off the top of your head why isn't he a household name yet? What I know he's only been there for a little while. Why are, why don't we know who that is? Uh, why isn't he more famous?
7: Well, let's ask ourselves this question. Do we want him more famous or do we just want him off being the bad guy? I'm very comfortable with no one knowing who he is. If he just keeps taking out revolutionary guard generals that a green light is to take out by Putin. I love it. I love, I love the internal politics of what's happening behind the scenes right now. There is so many proxy wars happening. All right. I mean,
10: yeah. Let me. Uh, that's fascinating, dude. Don't tell anybody. I uh, I stumbled on Naftali Bennett. Okay.
7: Yeah, and how about this for 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 another aspect of the geopolitics? Okay. Neither the UAE or the Saudis took a call from the U.S. president. Oh, that's
10: right. Yes, Biden, they declined the call. They're upset about Yemen, but unbelievable. That shows such a lack of stature in the world. The United States president, they're not picking up the phone when he calls. Alan, thank you so much. Um. Uh, very, very, uh, Naftali Bennett. Oh, geez. You know what I mean? These names were bigger. I think it's because, and I think he's pretty young too. I don't think he's, uh, he's probably not even 50 years old. Let me check on that. Uh, let's get one more in. We got Tim in Manhattan. Hi.
6: Greg, I, Hey Greg, how you doing? Good. Uh, yeah. So I got a little update on the Nalk boys They're They got a post removed, like the Trump post was removed and they, uh, the reason for it, and I'll read it to you they said how your content violated the policy um it's about misinformation policy they said false claims that widespread fraud errors or glitches changed the outcome of the 2020 presidential election i don't think trump even claimed that
10: i should listen to exactly what he said about the election um But look, I think you should be able to say whatever you want. The whole idea is that if you say something about the election, there's going to be another January 6th. That's treating us like children. It's ridiculous, and it also makes me even more suspicious of what happened on January 6th. All right, look at that footage. There are people, people in positions of authority who clearly wanted that to happen. Explain why that cop was waving people on. Why did the cops let people inside? Why did those three cops walk away just before Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed? This coming off of—I have not been this disturbed by something. I, I'm trying to think. This this really shook me last night. I I took out my phone and I tweeted an obscenity at YouTube. I mean, a direct. I, I I nobody really could figure out why I was so mad that a president of the United States who just had a great conversation with three four really cool guys. Tim, it shook me to the bone. Actually, did you? How did you feel?
6: Well, I was planning on watching the rest of it. I watched the first part of it. And I I I bookmarked it to watch the rest later. And now, a couple of my friends said, "Yeah, I like Trump more now after watching that." And they used to be they used to have the derangement syndrome. So, like, I think this this podcast is really opening people's eyes to Trump, like who he really is, and. and that's probably the reason they banned it, because it's making it more popular
10: you know it's you're right and somebody told me the night before they said this is two nights ago they said you really got to watch this it's president trump at his best he can you know he can roll with anybody he can hang with anybody and he seems to really like people and uh here he is uh, i actually i have the whole thing by the way and here are a couple of clips it's Look at how regular he is with these guys, all right? They're calling him by his first name, which I'm told he encouraged them to do it. Sometimes the Mr. President thing can get in the way. Cut 41.
3: But the question is, Don, are you coming? I mean, Donnie, um, I wonder.
10: Um,
11: interesting. <laughs> it is sort of interesting. Well, obviously, we don't chicken out, Don. If you put up this whole thing, watch. We don't chicken out, Don. <laughs> if you no, Don, we don't, chicken out. Up, right now, we don't, don't chicken out. I'll tell you right now. You don't chicken out? Don, we don't chicken Ready?
1: out. The, Ready? We're calculated, Don. Ready? No, I think, I think, I think. I think, I think oh, but, but that's, that's the, the, the beginning.
11: beginning. But they
2: won't do it.
1: Don, Don, Don. We like Don. Mr. Trump. They wouldn't
2: do
10: it. All right. A lot of Don. I wouldn't do that. Let's see. And here. Oh, this is deep. This is true. You know, racist is the worst thing you can call somebody. Actually, until recently, because they use it so much, it doesn't even mean anything. Cut 42.
11: What's your reaction to when someone calls you a racist? Um, like, what's your, like, initial reaction? Well, to that? it used to be a terrible reaction, but now it's everybody's called a racist today. Yeah. Anybody that's the enemy of the other side, people that are the exact opposite of racist, are called racists. And it's a very hurtful word, but it's, it's lost a lot of its meaning because everybody is being called a racist today by the radical left when actually they're the racists. They're really the racists in the truest sense of the word.
10: Lo- making a lot of sense there. And Tim, very interesting. You told me about your friends who really like this thing, and uh, that's why they want to cancel him. He can do it again, and I don't think, I don't think he's cancelable uh, they're not going to win. I don't care how big Big Tech is. Tim, you've encouraged me. You know what I mean? Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, thank you so much. All right. Keep it up. Keep it up. What's my situation? All right. Actually, with the time I have left, I am going to go to the cafeteria where there are brownies. And uh, I got to do one more thing, and then I'll be right back.
3: Greg Kelly. On 77 WABC.
8: Hey folks, Sid from Bernie and Sid in the morning. I know I'll be watching Newsmax this weekend. So will Bernard, so will President Trump. We'll have to record it, of course, because it's President Trump's big rally going on this Saturday in South Carolina. And only one major news network covers these rallies live, and of course, that's Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time with great hosts like Grant Stinchfield, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Jen Pellegrino, Sean Spicer, and more. Millions are tuning into Newsmax. Even President Trump says, quote, Newsmax is really good. This Saturday, Trump will talk about the war in Ukraine, the danger of a global war under Biden, and those exploding oil prices. You need to join Newsmax's Trump list and get the rally info, plus more about Trump and Biden. Join the Trump list. Just text the word MEDIA to 39747. That's MEDIA to 39747. With news breaking about Putin's war, make sure you sign up now. Text MEDIA to 39747. I need to switch to Newsmax. Start watching it today. Every Saturday at
3: 10 p.m. It's Saturday Nights with Tony Orlando, presented by Goya. Goya wants you to think outside the box for a change with Goya Rice Mixes. Each has a unique blend of authentic Latin flavors and takes only minutes to prepare. Learn more at Goya.com. If it's Goya, it has to be good. Entertaining talk for New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and the world. An American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and Radio.com we a name you know who's in the know. Listen,
6: I've been around since Lincoln. I knew everybody.
3: The diva of dirty laundry. She's the queen of gossip. I
6: don't like the word gossip because it's pejorative. It doesn't have to be nasty and biting. It should be chatty. It should be funny. Sunday
3: from 1 to 2 p.m. Cindy Adams brings her talents to 77 WABC. How do you feel about that, Cindy? Why
13: am I giving you information? You're supposed to give me something.
3: (laughs) You're listening to the Great Kelly show
13: In a normal world,
10: nobody in the real world knows or cares who the Secretary of Transportation is. They come and go. It's generally a political uh, it's a reward for political chores and it still is. Uh, however, we have a young, well, the fake news tells us he's a superstar. Pete Boot Edge Edge, former mayor of Nowheresville, two terms in Nowheresville, and now he's uh, had the gumption to run for president of the United States. Hey, I don't talk much about white privilege, but that's some real serious white privilege, all right? You're the mayor of Fort Bend, South Wayne, whatever the hell it was called, uh, Indiana, and you run for president. Uh, just the. Hutzpah, and not in a good way. I like Hutzpah, but not this kind of chutzpah. Not only do we have to deal with him. Oh, by the way, why was he taken seriously as a presidential candidate? Because he's gay. That's it. And I can prove it to you. I showed you last night thousands upon thousands of articles written by political reporters about this guy's sexuality as if it has anything to do with potholes or running the city of Nowheresville. Or running Amtrak. It has nothing to do with anything. But boy, oh boy, do they get off on that kind of stuff, huh? Sexuality, transgender, who you're sleeping with. That's your business. That's my business. That's like, you know, but that's all they want to talk about. It's a hell of a lot more fun than talking about transportation issues. For them. Anyway. You shouldn't even know who the secretary of transportation is, let alone his husband. Now, you probably don't, but uh, a lot of attention focused on Chastin Buttigieg, the dude that Pete married a while back. And uh, let's see here. Here's the fake news talking about what a swell guy he is. Uh, 38.
12: Justin Buttigieg quickly became a social media sensation during his husband Pete's
0: run for president. Pete Buttigieg's husband always on the campaign trail all over social media.
4: There are a lot of spouses a lot of politicians who struggle with that social media voice and for Justin Buttigieg it just feels like it comes naturally.
10: So by the way he is all over social media and he's quite the social media bully by the way not a nice guy you know one of those guys who's on uh Delta Airlines and is like, hey, Delta, we're still sitting at the, the the gate. What the WTF? You know, that kind of thing. And oh, sorry, Mr. Buttigieg. What can we do? Our customer service team is responding immediately. Um, So this guy is a weirdo. Why is he a weirdo? Uh, the beef I have with him, other than the obnoxious on social media is he goes around and hangs out with kids and encourages them to uh, take the pledge to the gay flag. He actually did this to a rainbow flag. This is footage from some uh, over-the-top We Love Pete Buttigieg documentary on Amazon, and it features, I'm not kidding, it features his husband Chastin as a camp counselor at what he calls gay camp. And there are eight Nine ten-year-old kids in this footage. Cut 39. I pledge my heart. I pledge my heart to the rainbow. To the rainbow. The not so typical gay camp.
2: Of the not so typical gay camp. One camp. One camp. Full of pride. Full of pride.
11: Indivisible. Indivisible. With affirmation and equal rights for all. With affirmation
2: and equal rights for all. Watch your
11: heads.
10: Um, children shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. You want to go to camp? Great. Let's focus on activities. Uh, you know, <laughs> kids are going to find a way to talk about sex. Let them do it on their own, on their own time. All right. Just they're promoting certain, um, certain identities in such a way as to make them not even equal, but superior. Somehow, it's better to be gay. Somehow, it's better to be transgender. Whatever happened to equality? Well, they replaced it with equity. That is really, I'm sorry, but that's some really weird stuff. You want to go to camp, whatever your sexuality is, great. Go to camp. Learn how to water ski like I did. Learn how to, uh, oh, the coolest thing I did at Boy Scout camp. No kidding. And this is something you can learn on YouTube. You wear a shirt, like a regular long sleeve shirt, and you button the top, and you jump into the water. And you can use the shirt as a life preserver. It was the coolest thing. What you do is you button the top button, right? You got to button the sleeve. So you got a long sleeve shirt on. And then you open the next button down and you blow into it. You blow, you put your head on, you don't really get underwater, but your head does go underwater a little bit. Blow into the shirt, then come back up and then blow again. And guess what? It fills up with air. I know it doesn't sound like it makes sense. There's like a lot of ways the air could escape, right? And somehow it does, it and it actually works. And you got this, this little balloon on the back of your shoulder, and it's a light preserver. Now every so often, it kind of it loses some air, and you got to just go again. That's what I like about camp, not gay camp, not heterosexual camp. Not, we're going to get the girls, we're going to get the, just, oh, just the cool stuff about camp. All right. Hey, did we get that thing about what Trump talked about yet? What Trump talked about that made him all mad? All right. Do we have that? No. All right. You guys keep working on that. In the meantime, I have to get ready for the show across the street very quickly. Let's go through it. We got Bob in New Jersey. Yes, Bob. Bob.
13: Hey, Greg, how are
10: you? Good.
2: Yes. You,
13: you hear me? Yes. Okay, real quick, I want to tell you a story you were just talking about. Hey, you know who I am. Mm. Now, 15, 20 years ago, I was in a place called Sign of the Dove up on 65th and 3rd. I don't know if you remember it. My friend's uncle owned it. Regis Philbin came walking in, and the place had a little cabaret with a piano player, and it was packed. Regis comes in. My wife sees him and says, hey, there's Regis Philbin. I said... Be cool. Don't bother him. I walked over. Regis says to me, hey, the place is pretty packed. And I said to him, yeah, isn't it? He says, I don't think I can get a table. I said, you want a table? I said, I'll get you a table. Sure enough, I got my buddy Frank. He got one of the bell boys. They took a the table out of the closet, set it up in the in the cabaret, in the sign of the dove. And I went to Regis. I said, hey, Regis. Why do you call him Regis? I said, hey, come on over. Sit down with us. As we're going and sitting down, he says to me, he says, Don't you know who I am? I said, no. I said, you look familiar. I said, but I really don't know who you are. He says, I'm Regis Regis Philbin. I said, "Um, who's that? I said, it sounds familiar. If I don't know anything, I don't know who you are. I said, but more importantly, I don't need to know who you are. You should know who I am because I got you your table. And uh, we spent the night with him, and he was a great guy.
10: All right. Well, the way you tell the story, I, I I wasn't sure which way it was going to go there. At first, he sounded great. Then he sounded, uh, all right. Look, I know Regis. I knew Regis. He is a great guy, and I'm glad that all worked out. He is an amazing dude, was an amazing dude, and was personally helpful to me. And I know Joy is now out in uh, California. I love it, Bob. Thank you, okay? Yeah,
13: really great. And Greg, before I leave, I got to tell you, you come off with your warmth, you're a great guy. I feel like I've known you my whole life, and you've been in my living room at my cocktail parties, and we've been breaking bread
2: so uh. keep
13: it up. And God, God bless you. And Proverbs three: Don't lean on your own understanding, but lean on God's understanding. Ooh,
10: I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bob. Proverbs three. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Wow, ah, Regis, 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 Regis. He really was a great man. All right, I got one time for one more call, and I'm uh, uh, Walker. Real quick.
5: Want to know where Tony Bobolinski is? Has he disappeared?
10: Oh, great guy, great guy. Ellie, don't go away. He's a great guy, and uh, he's alive and well. Uh, his story is uh, still true. Get Miranda Devine's book. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. He's out there. He knows the deal. Ellie in Long Island. Very quickly, if you don't mind. Hi. Hey, Greg. I
2: still
5: have
6: Miranda Devine's book. Just started reading it. Just wanted you to check on these people who support. Uh, Ukraine. Do I will carry. I will,
10: I will check it out, Ellie. I'm so sorry. I do have to go. Oh, they stopped the music. I'm way over time to be continued. Call me Monday. All the best. See you tonight on Newsmax.
14: I'm Dr. Mary Bassett, New York State's health commissioner. COVID-19 is surging because of the highly contagious Omicron variant. If you're not vaccinated, you are at risk for severe illness, hospitalization, even death. If you've been waiting to get vaccinated, I understand. You may have had questions or concerns. It's okay to change your mind. Protect yourself and those most vulnerable around you. Get fully vaccinated. Wear a mask. And if you're sick, stay home. Learn more at ny.gov slash vaccine. This Sunday, from noon to
3: 1 p.m., he's one of America's most prominent political consultants, pollster, and pundit, a best-selling author, and he's been called the most influential private citizen in America by Time Magazine. In politics, you're up, you're down, nothing is final or fatal. He's Dick Morris. And this Sunday, from noon to 1 p.m., he's on 77 WABC.
6: Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.